Urban Dictionary defines romantic comedy as the most vile, insipid, sanity-destroying, horrible genre in the history of film. Respectfully, we still disagree. I'm Samantha. And I'm Mia. And this still is You You Rom Complete Me. That was awesome. Boom. Colon, rom-coms for you by us, colon, a danger story. Ooh, (laughs) it sounds very sexy. I just thought maybe, you know, we could get really deep this year oh, wow. in, the, in the subtitles. Okay, let's do a lot of <laughs> subtitles. Let's make really complicated titles like we did last year. Great. I love that for us. Love it. Hey, Mia, what's today? Samantha, it's the best day of the year. It's Galentine's O-M-G. Day. O-M-G. Not Valentine's Day. Nay. Galentine's. Let's bring out those waffles, baby. Happy Galentine's Day, folks. Happy Galentine's and Day. And welcome back to this welcome nonsense Welcome back to year two of, of You Rom Complete Me. I know that you've waited quite a while, a month. People missed us. Yeah. We got DMs. We got some feedback. Somebody probably texted about it. Yeah. I believe it. We really appreciate. My mom asked if yeah. we were going to keep going. My mom had lots of questions. Yeah. So we're back, So here moms. we are. Thank you so for caring. <laughs> year two, you know, we're going to take it a little bit slower than year one. We played pretty hard last year. Mm-hmm. Fastball, some might say. I was going to say hardball with Chris Matthews, Ooh. but fastball works too. Okay. <laughs> mm. We watched 54 romantic comedies in 2019, the year of our Lord. And now that we're in 2020, you know, we're older, 20, wiser. We have 2020 vision. And now we know <laughs> not to do that because that was too many. <laughs> yeah, that was quite a few. So... This year, we're aiming to do about two a month. Yeah. To keep you in the loop, to yes. keep us still fresh on the rom-com yes. game. Mm. And we're opening the field. We're widening it up, opening the gates. And we're letting in all sorts of boys this year. All sorts of boys. Netflix boys, Hulu boys, Amazon Prime boys, Hallmark boys. Hallmark boys. Wow. Any boys. Disney Channel original movie boys, maybe. Yeah. Is there a DCOM that's a rom-com? Yeah. Email us. It's Tell called us which ones. A Kid in King Arthur's Court. Is that a DCOM, though? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, boy. Oh, God. She's going to make me watch it this year, whether I like it or not. <laughs> you so. are. Mia, if you want me to move in to your apartment building, mm-hmm. then you're going to have to watch some bad stuff with me as I've a compromise. I've been... You know, yanked into the scheme with a Korean drama. You're gonna make me watch that. How and dare this? you? You and listen more? to my Pecha Kucha on Korean dramas, and it was flawless. It was flawless. You and you love Parasite, you so I don't. I don't. Whatever. Okay. Is Parasite anyway. a rom com? It's not. It's very much not. <laughs> I think Parasite is a little bit different. It's but they found commentary it. on society. The best picture they found. They did. It. Okay. Me and I went to an Oscar party this past weekend, True. and we had a great time. What else have we been up to? There was Christmas, there was New Year's, we threw a party. Yeah, all our rom-com friends came. Yeah, we had midterm exams for the teens. Yes. That was wild and crazy. Uh, Samantha still has all of the organs that she had I do. last year. Our friend Bailey has left us and moved across the country, That's so true. now this podcast is for her and Tori. Wow. Specifically. Yes. Bailey, we miss you every day. Every single day. I try not to cry, but sometimes I do. <laughs> I sang the song, this Miss Samantha song today. Yes. The Good Place Ended. I know. Uh, I feel like other stuff happened. It's been wild and crazy here, but we are back. Mm-hmm. And the most important thing for this episode particularly is that we watched a movie. We did. Do you want to tell them which one we watched? To All the Boys I Loved Before, the Netflix original movie based on the Jenny Han novel, To All the Boys I, I Loved Before. Before. A great book. A great series, a great author, books, you guys. Yes. I do have to give you a spoiler alert here. Mm. If you haven't read the book or watched the movie, you will be spoiled. If you have watched the book or watched the movie, spoiler alert for this, 
you will want to watch the movie again and read the books. Yeah. Me and I turned to each other after the film. I was like, do I need to reread those books? I was just thinking the same thing. And last year, or whenever this movie came out, and I did 2018. that, I met, I by accidentally read all three in like one day. Yeah, I was like, oh, I should read this. Delightful. Just the one. You can't read just the one. It's impossible. Where is my copy? I don't mm. know. You know what? I think one of our listeners has my copy of To All the Boys I Loved Before. I'm not going to call them out, but you know who you are. Call them out. I want to call them out. I don't. I think Tina has it. Tina, do you have my copy of To All the Boys I Loved Before? It's okay if you do. Email us at youromcompletely at gmail.com if you do. I can get it from the library. It's fine. Banter, banter, banter. Podcast, podcast, podcast. Let's dive in. Let's dive in. What is this film about, Samantha? This story is about Laura Jean, who is the second of three sisters who lives in suburbia with her dad. Mm -hmm. And she writes love letters to all her past crushes as a way of sort of... Cleansing her body. Cleansing her body. Cleansing her heart. Getting rid of those crushes. You have a crush, you write a letter, boom, crush dead. She, uh, you know, labels it and then stuffs it in a hat box that her dead mom gave to her. Uh, She doesn't have much luck with love. She has, you know... Some close friends, but not a lot. Mm -hmm. And her sister decides to mess with her love life by sending out all those letters into the mail. And because of that, dun-dun-dun-dun. Some of the boys receive the letters. One of the boys is her sister's recent (gasps) ex-boyfriend, who she's had a crush on. And another boy is a boy named Peter Kavinsky, who was a crush when she was in middle school. And and now the recently dumped boyfriend of her ex-best friend. In order to pretend that she has no real interest in her sister's ex-boyfriend, she and Peter Kavinsky get into a fake relationship. That's right. Fake it till you make it, baby. Where they pretend to be together in order to make Peter's ex-girlfriend jealous and to throw the scent off of Laura Jean Mm -hmm. with her sister's Mm -hmm. ex-boyfriend. But guess what, Mia? Uh, What, Samantha? They fall in love. Love it so good. And this is our first high school film, might I add. Our first high school rom com. A teeny bopper. If a you teeny will. bopper. Someone once called my fan fiction written by a teeny bopper, and I was offended as a teen. Wow. <laughs> and I've never forgotten. Now, we've gone through the old, the old synopsis, but Samantha, biggest question of the night is to all the boys I've loved before a rom com. Mia, in honor of all the rom-coms I loved before. <laughs> yes, yes, it is. Yes. Unequivocally. Well, that's got to be the name of the title of the episode, right? Yeah. To all, I'm going to write it down. I think I told you this idea earlier. I know. Okay, <laughs> just write it down again. That's fine. Um, <laughs> but why? Why is it a rom-com? Why is it a rom-com? Because it's got so many wonderful rom-com tropes in it. That's true. I think. Particularly this, the whole faking the relationship um, in order to sort of mm-hmm. lie to other people around them, but then actually falling in love. Yes. Um, the main boy here, Peter K, Peter is just K. wow, wow, a man of all men, a man of all men. Mm. I don't know how to speak anymore. <laughs> I've realized mm. that's okay. Um, I do have a question for you. I was thinking about this as I was listening to our okay. afterthoughts. Um, did you have a harder time because the men are so much younger because they're teens? <laughs> are we going to have a hard like, time with these teen rom-coms? Because, like, Noah Centineo, Peter K. of our hearts, a baby, is 23 years old. It's getting rough. I mean, in the words of Frank Sinatra, I feel... Start spreading the news? Young at heart. Okay. 
Um, I mean, it does make me feel a little bit weird sometimes mm -hmm. because he's so charming and so handsome and so sweet in this movie that mm -hmm. I'm upset that mm -hmm. he is not a man of perhaps 30. Mm -hmm. um, but I don't, I don't harbor any true weirdo feelings for, for the boys who are teens. Mm -hmm. I'm just amused by them and think they're cute okay. and precious. Does it, does it cause distress in no. your heart? I'm just wondering or if it's going to become a problem for us if we do the theme is teens this year. Um, so, folks, in case you're wondering... What the theme is. We do not currently have a theme. Do you think that theme... I will... Should be... Slice you in two. <laughs> Mia fucking loves the theme is themes. The theme is she themes. She tortures me over the, the theme, theme is, is themes. themes. I just think it would be a fun theme. Time will tell, <laughs> Time will Mia. Tell. Time will tell. Okay. Let's move on. Okay. How about that meet cute? I have a question. Oh, in the in the up. in the the like the theme is themes and the the new year, the changing of the guard, the <laughs> maybe it's a new boy, a new year. Do you think because sometimes we don't see the meet cute, but sometimes the scenes are meet cute for us. Okay. And the characters, because I feel like this one in particular has that. Yes. Yeah, so I think so meet like, cute. Do Peter K and Laura Jean have a meet cute? Is it their spin the bottle kiss? Is it the moment where he sees her and like checks out her boots and it's cute with Jen? Or is it when she almost hits him with the car and then he receives a letter? Which one is it? I don't know. There's mm -hmm. so many good options. There's so many cute, cute scenes. I mean, I think maybe at its heart, the definition of a meet cute mm -hmm. is when we see characters have their first spark. Yeah. First sort of consideration mm -hmm. that they could be romantically involved. Mm -hmm. So in a way, I would say the scene where she almost hits him, followed by the scene where he shows up at the high school track with the letter. Yes. And she kisses him to sort of distract from Josh, her sister's ex-boyfriend right. coming up, is sort of like the first. Right. Because not every movie that we've watched has like a true. No, that's true. Cute. But I think, yeah. But I like the idea of us going by, you know, what is our when meet we cute with the them? Sparks. When we see the sparks. Where fly. are the sparks? Are there sparks? Are there sparks? Sometimes there's not. Is there fire? I don't know. Sometimes there is. Sometimes it comes right out of your blow dryer. Yeah, but I didn't like that. Did you buy a new blow <laughs> dryer? I bought a new one. <laughs> oh, good. What type did you get? I should have recommended. I love John like Frieda. Oh. I bought like a twelve dollar yeah. one. I don't need a fancy. Bag. I um I worry about my blow dryer a lot. I just like kind of like leave it on the ground and sometimes kick it around. Be careful! And... It could shoot sparks out of yeah, it. Yeah, I'm afraid of that. Another question, perhaps? Sure. Does this movie fly in real life? <laughs> Karen immediately said no. We watched this movie with Karen. Hey, Karen. Hey, Karen. What's up? You breathlessly said yes. Fake it till you make it can't exist in movies if it never happens in real life. Yeah, that does sound like a thing I would say. <laughs> yeah. You were like, if it doesn't exist, how is it in movies then? And we were like, I mean, dragons don't exist <laughs> in their movies, so... <laughs> Just saying. Do you know dragons don't exist, Mia? I think you're being dragonist. Okay. Well. Dracarist? I don't know. Okay. One or the other. Um, There's just like a lot of teen moments in this movie that like, this doesn't happen well, to I teens. Mean, I think it's, almost it would be nice if it Every did. teen movie right. is like exaggerated to the extreme. But that's what makes them good is my yeah. argument. But I, I would say that some of this could fly in real life. I really do truly believe that Someone somewhere has had to fake it till they made it. Okay. You don't believe that? No. 
I do believe it, okay. but not as much as it happens no. in the movie. In particular, this movie, they go on a ski trip on a school night, and there's no adult chaperones. Yes, weird. And they're wearing, like... Unbelievable. Inappropriate clothes for mm-hmm. winter. And then, like, Kitty sent the letters out, which is fine. Kitty is Lorgy's like, sister, by the all way. all the boys receive them? I mean, not all of them I mean, did. like, three three of them received them? Well, Four I mean... Four of them received them out of five. I mean... it's Josh, Peter, John Ambrose, McLaren... Oh, Kenny from Camp didn't get it. And and someone else. And Lucas gets his. Yeah. Well, here, here is Kenny my... Kenny from Camp is the only one. Well, here's my argument. I mean, I lived in the same house my entire, like, childhood to teenagehood. My parents still have the same address. Yeah. If there is still the same address for most of these okay. people, Lucas still goes to the same school. Peter K still goes to the same school. Josh still goes to the same to her, school. Which is, I find, wild. Ah, crazy. I mean, I don't find it surprising. None of them are shy boys? No. Based on their characters in the movie, I don't think any of them are shy boys. I mean, I like if, John if, Ambrose could be a shy boy. If anything, well, we don't know. Because, by the way, if you didn't know, P.S. I Still Love You, the sequel to To All the Boys I Loved Before, was it's released. <laughs> we haven't even watched it it's, yet. Well, the book is lit. The book is lit. I like your note here. Fiction is important, but a little wackiness is good for the soul. Yeah. Because if every movie was just, like, watching people live real no, lives. No, we don't want ugh. that. No one wants that. That's the reason we read books and yeah, things. You exactly. want. You want an escape from reality. Oh, there goes gravity. Oh, there goes gravity. <laughs> Are you quoting Eminem from the Oscars? Yes. Great. <laughs> Did it age well? Hard to answer. This movie's not even two years old yet. Um, I think it's pretty accurate. I mean, it's, I mean, it's still like everything's still relevant. Yes. People are still drinking kombucha. There's text we messages got, with we, emojis. We got scrunchies. This movie brought scrunchies back. This movie was pretty influential on the scrunchie game. Yeah. It is. So people like to drink that milk juice. Oh, Yakult? Yes. The yogurt? Yes, the yogurt. Um, the little yogurt boy. Also, a delightful surprise that came to me with this movie is you see the children quite throughout the film drinking these yes. boxes of water. It's called Just Water. And it and comes folks, in a box, people. I just had some a couple weeks ago, and I was drinking it because I needed to get a bottle of water, and I didn't want to get plastic, plastic because, you know, I hate that. Mm-hmm. And Mia turns it around. She's like, oh, look, you're drinking Just Water. Yes. And I was like, yeah, well, my favorite I thought thing. maybe it was like a coconut water no, that would or make like sense. a juice, but it was Just Water in a box. But that really represents me as a person. Yes. But anyway, they just drink water. it throughout the film, and mm-hmm. I was delighted. Box so, water is still around. You can find it at Whole Foods. It didn't age at all. Still perfectly, still perfectly timely. timeless. Excellent. I mean, what do you think is sort of the like? I want to use this word, but I don't think it's right, so I'm not going to use it. I mean, Moratorium on. I think that's right. On a movie becoming outdated, like how many? I mean, particularly with movies with technology in them, it can I think become like five years. Five years is when now. it gets like dicey. So it'd be interesting to watch a movie from 2015. Yeah, I mean, I think we did. I'm sure last we did. Year. But I'm but trying I can't to think. Remember which one. I don't know. We watched a lot of movies I last know. year, bud. Um, so I'd be hard pressed to name them all. That was the game for later. I'm not. I'm just kidding. Oh my god, I'll kill you. <laughs> um, yeah, I didn't bring so the binder, so we can't. Time, time is elusive. Um, it there hasn't been enough time for it to age poorly right. or well. Yeah. Did you fall in love while watching this film? A thousand percent. Peter K. Forever. Until John Ambrose McLaren shows up, and then John Ambrose McLaren forever until Peter Kay comes around again. Everybody's happy, boys. In case you didn't know, this book series is three books, and it's also going to be three movies. Yes. They've already filmed the third movie, so hopefully they'll be coming out 
sooner than later. We don't have to wait as long. Did you know originally it was only supposed to be two books? It was supposed to be two halves of a heart. That's what Jenny Han always said. And then she surprised me specifically out of the blue. She said, hey, Mia, guess what? I'm going to write book three. She didn't say this to me. She said this to everyone, the whole of the internet. And then I freaked out. And every time I reread them, I'm like, oh, yeah, Peter Kay is trash. (laughs) Book two, Johnny Ambrose McLaren rules. And then you get to book three. Peter K. Redemption arc, baby. Oh my god, we're back Peter to redemption. K. Redemption arc. Arc's gonna have another note about it later. Get ready. <sighs> okay. So you like them too, though? Yes, That's I love sweet. them. They're very sweet. Peter, in particular, is so gentle with her, mm-hmm. which I really love. Mm-hmm. And flirty and cute. And I don't know. They have really good chemistry in the movie. They do. Which I'm really into. And I'm pretty sure that his chemistry with Lana Condor. Noah's chemistry with her is the only reason he's a good actor in this film, because I'm sorry. I've watched his other Netflix films. No, he was good in The Fosters. I'll give him that. He won me over. But his other Netflix films I've watched, I'm sorry. Not there. No bueno. No sparks. No sparks. Okay. But that's neither here nor there. Are you rethinking your life now? Yes. Why have I never fake dated someone? I don't know. It's literally all I think about. Should we fake date? You know, they made a TV show about that on MTV called Faking It, about two girls who date, and then one of them falls in love. It's really cute. I never finished watching it. Anyway, neither here nor there. Um, I don't think it would work for us, Mm. unfortunately. Because people know that we're already in love. Yes. Yeah. So we can't get more in love. That's fair. They'd be like, "Mm, not surprised. (laughs) They're like, in another life, you guys were lovers. I'd be like, "Mm." True. Anyways. (laughs) (laughs) Are you rethinking your life? Uh, same thing. I just would love to fake date someone. Oh, just, or just get into like a love triangle yeah. in high school. That's yeah. like so much fun. I know I tell all the high schoolers not to date, but I also like to try and match make with them. Yeah. We need to watch a teen rom-com where a teacher or an older person tries to like... Make people yes. fall in love? Just like does the... Just like magic hands. Mm. She's she's wiggling her fingers quite a bit I'll here. find one. It'll be great. Okay, great. Um, question for you. Yes. It's not part of the question questions, but a little pop-up question, if you yeah. will. It's a new year. 2020. Um, so, if is you all were us. a teenager. Yes. Um, I used to be. Yes. Fun fact. Okay. You were a teen. We were all <laughs> teens. We were all teens once, people. Remember Unless you're that. a teen now, and then you're still a teen. Yes. And I feel bad for you, and I'm sorry. If you ever need anything, I'm here for you. I'm also here for you. Great. So Most if support. I were a teen. If you were a teen, which of the boys that Laura Jean wrote her crush letters to would you be the most into? Ooh. Okay. So interesting. So we don't really know much from about Kenny from camp. No. But we do know that Josh likes She had to the hots for him after Chubby Bunny. Josh likes to hang out in bushes <laughs> with his, with his hoodie. I hate him. I think, okay. I mean, have I had crushes on people who then turned out to be gay? More than one time in my life. Yeah, so yes. sort of thinking of them. So, well, thinking of them. I feel like, like I would have had a crush on Lucas for sure, just like Larkin yeah. did. But if it was between Peter and John Ambrose McLaren, who I know our viewer listeners don't know yet, I think it would have to be John. Yeah. Because just the way his character is yeah. is better. Because you for sort me. of have like five different kind of character types. You have like mystery, the, like the crush from camp. Yeah. Um. You have like. The one who is perfect and then turns out to like boys and that's okay. Yeah. Um, you have, 
you know, the boy next door, like the one that your friend dates, yeah, yeah, which yeah. is Josh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, then you have John the Ambrose McKellaran, oh, who's like the, the smart, smart one, yeah. smart, quiet one. And then you have Peter Kay, who's kind of like the jock, kind of bad yeah. boy. I would have been like, there's no way I will ever get with Peter Kavinsky, just like Laura Jean says. Because, yeah. like, he was too popular and cool. So I would have settled for John Ambrose. And by settled, I mean been more than happy to fall in love with him. Yeah. Yeah. I can't wait to watch the movie. We're watching it tomorrow night, right? I know. I'm so excited. I might have to watch it tonight <laughs> without you all, by myself oh my alone. <laughs> you can do that if you want. That's fine. Uh, no, I won't. I'll be, you can. I'll be you can watch it. No, I can be surprised. I won't, I won't, tell, I won't tell on you. I mean, I'm I mean, telling I'll, on myself. This is I know, but I don't think the people we're watching it with will have watched. <laughs> That's fair. Listen to this. That's a good point. Which is fine. All right. Anyways, favorite quote, bud? Okay, anything that Kitty says. Yeah. Younger sister Kitty. Especially this one, though. Um, they're in the car with Peter, and she says, My name, thanks for asking, is Catherine Song Covey, Kitty to my friends. You can call me Catherine. And then he calls her feisty, and it's perfect, and it's so good. And that is one of mine. Yeah. Um, I really <laughs> like the quote where Laura Jean is having, like, a... a tete-a-tete with Lucas after they're doing Korean face masks Um, and Lucas is trying to convince her that Peter Kavinsky likes her and she's like well how does he look at me and he's like like a sexy little Rubik's cube he can't figure out but he's having fun trying and I'm like yes yes indeed um Another, not quote per se, but a scene that we like is when Josh comes out of the bushes. Oh, God, Josh. <laughs> so Peter and Laura Jean are fighting. Out of nowhere, here is Josh Sanderson. In with a his hoodie. Hood on, like a scrub. <laughs> on Christmas Eve. Being like, go. She said, go home. And it's just like, no one ta- is talking to No one God. invited you. Go no home. No one wants you here. Leave. Yeah. So. I also really liked there's a scene in the diner where Laura Jean and Peter are talking mm-hmm. about relationships and why has Laura Jean ever been in a relationship. Mm-hmm. And she talks about how, like, you know, when it's in books and movies, it looks fun. Mm-hmm. And then in real life, it's just scary. Mm-hmm. And, you know, people who walk into your life can walk out of it. And then she crushes him forever. Because yeah. he's like, well, what about us? And, and she's, she's like, like this, isn't, isn't, this real. isn't real. And then he's really upset. His face. Because in case you don't know. A puppy. Peter Kavinsky is totally in love with Laura Jean this entire he's a film. Boy. He inside his heart. is a soft boy inside mm-hmm. his heart. Um, but anyway, I like, sh- sh- Laura Jean makes some good points. Yeah, yeah. I believe in her. Shall we dive into the rom-com Let's do it, boo. I mean, it's just like the sweetest little cotton yeah. candy, perfect little cloud. It's delightful, a treat. It's like lemonade and cookies. It's like yes. a perfect summer's day. Yes, indeed it is. Ugh, Even God. though a lot of it takes place in the winter. Yes. It has that like cheery summertime vibe. The sets are incredible. The clothes, chef's kiss. There's a cute diner and a cute bike. The boy drives a Jeep, for God's sake. like Oof, pinnacle of yum. teen boy. Um, they go on this luxurious ski trip. <laughs> The dad's a gynecologist. Yeah. He's got a fun dad job. And I mean, the hot it's John Corbett. Scene. Ooh. Ooh, steamy hot tub Ooh. scene. When this, Also, the scene we didn't mention where he tries to give her condoms for the ski trip is hilarious. Yeah. Now that I have all these rubbers. <laughs> She's really funny. It's also got good music. Yes. Um, and Laura Jean's bedroom in particular is, uh, like, aesthetic dreams. Yes, I would indeed. love to have that Jenny bedroom. Jenny Han made them 
a vision board for that so that she could get her vision out there. She's great. And she has, like, all the Nancy Drew novels and all these romance novels. And it's just, oh, God, it's my platonic ideal of a room. Yes. Would you watch this movie again? I have watched this movie again. Would you watch this movie again? Since the last, since when we watched it, no. But I was like, commitment. I like it. Um, yeah, I cannot wait for the sequel. I might watch them both just back to back all weekend long. So you're going on a trip, though. I know, but it's okay. We don't need to do things in Louisiana. I can just watch movies, right? Yeah. I just need to go there for the scratch map, scratch off. I don't need to do oh, anything. Oh, I see. Well, that's no. why I'm going to Tennessee. So. Right. There it is. Beautiful. Uh, so, <laughs> what happens next? All right, folks. This is a book series, so this is what happens next. Oh, John Ann Rose McLaren comes in, absolutely dunks on Peter Kavinsky. Oh, Peter sake. Kavinsky, you wish. He shows you up in every single way. Laura Jean gets swept off her goddamn feet. It's amazing. And just read the books. And then suddenly, out of nowhere, once again, Peter Kavinsky redemption arc will happen. Your heart will be torn into pieces. You'll cry. You'll laugh. Wow. Chef's kiss. Hate you. <laughs> um, yes. So because this book movie is a series, yeah. we sort of know what happens yeah. next. Though, if you were just watching this and didn't know whether there would be a sequel, the movie ends with Lauren Jean and Peter after having an argument about whether, you know, Peter was really into her or still just trying to get over Jen. Um, They have a very, like, 16 Handles, Breakfast Club-esque. You said 16 Handles. Oh, my God. Why do I always do that? It's my friend Kristen's fault. She always texts me and goes, "Mm, I wish I could have 16 Handles right now. And I'm like, well, when you come visit, we can. Oh, man. Why do I always do that? Because it's the name of a place that we frequent. I know, but I'm upset. Have you ever seen 16 Candles? I have. I have not. We should watch it. For the pod. For the pod. All right. Yeah. Anyway. They watch it they in watch, To All the Boys I Love Before, so it'd be fun. Um, as I was saying, uh, it's a very 16 Candles, Candles, and uh, all Breakfast Club-esque scene where they, like, kiss on the field. Yes. And they, like, do a long shot, and mm-hmm. you just see them walking as the credits roll. And then, ding dong, who is it? John Ambrose McLaren, baby. Yeah. Okay. Kitty Song Covey, she knows what's up. Do you want to talk about Kitty Song Covey? I would love to. Okay, please continue. Well, you asked me if she had a better redemption arc. Oh, than Amy March. Than Amy I did. March, which no one has had a better redemption arc than Amy March. She is the most redeemed. Not even Moby Dick. Is she redeemed? <laughs> yes. My God, Moby Dick. How dare you? But it reminded me of something when I was looking at the trivia on IMD lowercase b is that in the books, Kitty is yes. an Amy March. Yeah. She takes the letters and she sends them out because she's mad. And yeah. she's trying to get back at Lara Jean. Yeah, because Lara Jean wouldn't let her hang out with her so and Josh. is Kitty the Amy March of this series? Yes. They're almost like the March sisters. No, it's true. But just without Beth. The one that dies and that's the mom. The mom. <gasps> Galaxy brain. <laughs> <laughs> we did it. We unlocked it. Jenny Han, I see what you're doing. Oh, my gosh. Wow. I mean, uh. <laughs> Who's Lori? Ooh. Josh. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. Oh, my God. Okay. Stop. I'm going to go hold on. Hold on. Oh, my God. <laughs> so I got to go. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Yes. Okay. So if you were in either of these positions as a sister, either if you were Joe March or if you were Laura Song Covey. Yes. Laura Jean Song Covey. Yes. Who would you forgive 
more easily? Would you forgive your sister, Amy, for burning the manuscript you've been working on for years? Or would you forgive your sister, Kitty, who sent out all five love letters you wrote to past crushes and infiltrated your privacy? Honestly, hmm, that's a tough question because I'm not, I'm not a, a writer. So, like, you can always write something else. <laughs> Number one, how dare you? I just oh wanted my to God. see what you were going to say. Oh, my God. Um, I don't know. No, that's tricky because, really, the letters going out and all these boards being in her life is a real whirlwind for Lara Jean. Yeah. It's, like, tough for her. That's overwhelming. Because she's a shy a shy boy. Especially as a <laughs> high school student. I don't yeah. think I could handle that. Yeah. That's a comeuppance. Yeah. So, like, that's tough. So, I don't know. Yeah. But also, having, like, many boys fight for you. I know. I'm here but for that. But it's very unrealistic <laughs> that these boys would fight for you in real life. I don't know. You see what goes on in the teen lounge. They're always swapping boyfriends oh my God. and girlfriends. It's crazy. We haven't even gotten to the tropes. This episode's okay. going to be 45 minutes long. No, it's not. We're going to wrap it up in the next five okay. minutes. Let's do this Let's do thing. tropes so quick. Grand gesture. Yeah, she drives her car, which she hates driving, to admit she likes him. Yes, she parks badly, but it's fine. Yeah, it's great. In the middle of a field, just like in the beginning of yeah. the movie. It's a grave misunderstanding for comedy. The letters. They get out. Yeah, that's it. That's the movie. She's perfect. Yeah, Laura Jean is the quintessential rom-com heroine. They've been here all along. Yeah, um, both been around. both Josh and Peter have yeah, been here all along. That's true. Um, Peter, yes, boy of my dreams. Yes, indeed. Uh, reform bad boy? Question mark? Question mark? Question mark? I feel like in the book, Peter is more of a douche. Yes, and more of a jock, and more of a like bad boy. But we're talking about the movie. I know, but I feel like Noah Centineo really made him a soft boy. He made him a real soft boy. That splash of water in the hot tub. He's like Ooh. much cuter. Wow. So I feel like... He drove away all across town to get her her Yahoo. Reformed. Ish. Ish. Okay. He's really, he really turns around. Quirky BFF. Yep. Yes. Hidden agenda. Yes. Love triangle. Yes. So many love triangles. So many. Jen, Peter, Laura Jean. Margot. Josh. Laura Katie. Jean. Katie is not <laughs> in a love triangle. How dare you? Margot, by the way, is the other sister, That's the one true. who's boyfriend was Josh. Yeah, but she's gone for most of it. So who yeah, she's in Scotland at college. Who cares about Meg? Who cares about Margot? Wow. Little Women parallels up the butt. Would you say, <laughs> Mia, in Little Women, who is the main character? <laughs> we can't do this here. <laughs> it's Joe Marsh. <laughs> and my favorite, fake it till you make it, baby. Wah, 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 wah. That's the whole movie. But that's it. That's the movie. Thaw that cold, cold heart. Yeah, cold, she's, cold, well, she's scared, scared. 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 Scared, 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 heart. scared. Mm-hmm. Are you scared, scared? No. And then uh, tragic backstory. Yeah, dead mom, and he has a dad who left. Yeah. So they both have tragic backstories. Indeed. <gasps> Fun fact corner. Jump in right in. Wait, ba, but ba, ba, shouldn't ba. we make sure that we're feeling cozy by the fun fact corner? Uh, really loud on the on the <laughs> levels there. Looking welcome, forward to re-listening to that Welcome to, to our fireside <laughs> chats, the fun fact quarter edition. Yes. Uh, here's a couple. So in the movie, Lara Jean at one point looks at her phone. Oh, did you did you crumple up the one you need? <laughs> you didn't. You're good. Fuck off. Um, so you see her phone. There's a picture of her and Peter on her phone background. And that's an actual picture that a crew member took of um, Lana Condor and Noah Centineo on set, which is super cute. Okay. They're in love in real life. 
Yeah, can't, you I can't believe it. Though she loves her boyfriend and her dog a lot I in real know. life. Oh, it's whatever. okay. It's fine. Um, I'm going to share this fact. So Jenny Han, um, who wrote the books, mentioned that lots of studios were interested in adapting this book into a feature mm-hmm. film um, with only one condition, that they change the race of Laura Jean to Caucasian. Shake my damn uh, head. S-N-D-H. That's messed up. Jenny Han was determined to keep Laura Jean's heritage as half Korean, half American, and said only one studio agreed to her choice and cast an Asian actress as Laura Jean. Yay! Which is... Yes. Yeah. I hate It's like a very large studios. part of the book. <laughs> yeah, it's a huge part of the book. It's not something that you could just be like, ah, it doesn't matter. Like, A, representation matters always, and B... That's a huge part of the character that just, you want to do. I can't. You dummies. I can't imagine. I mean, I guess I can because it's probably terrible white men. Like, no yeah. offense. But um, I can't imagine <laughs> them, like, coming back to, like, this Asian-American author and being like, you got to make her white and then yeah. we'll buy your film. I'm like, are you kidding me? I pushed that man into the street. Yeah. Hit Good him with a car. You, that you didn't push any men into yeah. the street. She is too cool for this world. Mm-hmm. And so I'm proud of her. One last one, Noah Centineo in the movie. Peter has to put his – they have a whole contract. We didn't even talk about the contract. Oh, the best part. Yeah, so, so – They make a dating contract about, yes. like, how their fake dating is going to go. And one of the things is that Peter is allowed to put his hand into Lara Jean's back pocket as, like, a sexy movie, like, tropey thing that they yeah. can do that's cute instead of kissing. Um, and he in the movie – they're walking into the cafeteria together. He has his hand in her pocket, and he spins her, and it is the best. So good. And he improvised that. I love that so much. So great. Yeah, because he's in love with her. Yeah. And in the movie, she suggests it. And in the book, he's the one who suggests it. Oh, that's cute. I didn't yeah. know that. Mm-hmm. He's like, can I at least put my hand in your back pocket? And she's like, what the fuck? This guy's so weird. Yeah. <laughs> sure. Among the other rules are, like, no public displays of affection, right. no kissing. She um, wants him to write her letters every day. But I think in the book they just swap what it is. Because yeah. he suggests the letters in the movie. And in the movie she suggests that he drive her and her sister to right. school every day. Mm-hmm. Um, so. And they they have to go on the ski trip together. Right. And then he says they have to watch Fight Club and she says they have to watch 16 Candles. <laughs> Fight Club. What a what a choice. Anyway, those are the fun facts that I those found. Those are the I can go facts. on and on about the book and the movie and the journey I know. and it's just, life. It's delightful. I won't. Hit me up on the internet if you want to talk more about the books. Yeah. Because I love books. I don't know if you guys know. Books rule. Mm, books suck. <laughs> wow. Okay. <laughs> anyway, um, Samantha. Yeah. What are we watching next? Well, I have Mia. an idea. Do we want to put it out to the people to vote? Like we give them some choices and they vote on it? Yeah. Sure. Are we going to do that on the Insta? And the Twitter, maybe? Yeah, we can do both and then see what gets... And if nobody responds, then we'll just pick one. Okay. I feel like that's good. All right, so here's what we're going to do, folks. We're going to put up polls on both Instagram and Twitter on yeah. tomorrow, Valentine's, Valentine's Day, Day. Um, with some movie choices, and you get to vote what we watch next. And if you don't vote, like I said earlier, we'll just do an informal poll in our office, and we'll get those jambronis to tell us what to watch. Yeah. We know that a lot of you have opinions about what we should be watching. Mm-hmm. So, you know, here's your chance. Speak now or forever hold your peace. I have another brilliant, beyond brilliant oh, idea. Should yes. we do it Iowa caucus style? <laughs> I'm um, just kidding. I wanted to make an Iowa caucus joke. <laughs> I cannot. Okay. We're going to make an app for that? <laughs> yes. We Perfect. Will. Genius. Anyway. Iconic. So, so that's what's next. 
that's what's next. It's you decide. and Choose your own adventure. Depending on whether you're helpful with this, maybe we'll continue to do this in the future. For this year, 2020, the theme is you, you decide. Ooh. <laughs> hmm. That makes me nervous, but I'm excited. Okay. Last question before we go. Samantha. Mia. Did this movie rom complete you? Yes, it did, Mia. Did it rom complete you? Yeah. This is exactly what I want out of a rom com. Yeah. It's adorable. We started out strong because you just never know what you're going to get. In we, needed, the year. we needed a bright spot in the dismal darkness of winter. Yeah, we did. And it was a bright spot. It was great. It was a fun time. Whew. That was a long boy. Yeah. Thanks for sticking through it, folks. Yeah, but we're not done yet. Long. I know, but, you know. People have commutes. You know, this is yeah, delightful okay, for okay, them. Okay, okay. <laughs> Mia, uh, so... Yeah. I know that people are listening to us on their commutes, in their homes, yes. by their fires. <laughs> uh, what if they want to get in touch with us on the interwebs? Uh, Where do they go? Great question. You can find us on Shoot Instagram me that worldwide link. Or Twitter <laughs> at romcompletemenowyou. me know you. Or you could email us at you, you romcompletemenowyou me at gmail.com. You're just mouthing the words worldwide web at me right now. Really? <laughs> Well, I'm trying to do the outro. You always make faces at me when I do the intro. That's do you not? That's true. All right. Great. That's, that's wow. Listen, the first one back. It's a rough boy, but it's a good boy. I don't think it was rough. Okay. Don't sell it short. We'll let the audience decide for All themselves. Right. Thank you for listening. Uh, we're glad to be back. We're, we're happy glad to you're be back. back. And mm-hmm. we'll see you in two weeks. Sure. Why not? Bye. Bye. Bye.